Okay, I have a little, uh, I was going to read what the monologue from Wonder Woman to start us all off, if you guys are interested. Please, please. All right, go ahead. Start off this, all right. uh, this meeting. So this is the, the, um, the speech. Wonder Woman gives it and inspires the entire world to defeat uh, untruthfulness and evil at the Ooh. end of the movie. And so, and I thought it was really inspiring, so I wanted to share it. <clears throat> you have to imagine that I'm speaking with an Israeli accent also. <laughs> Uh, um, you aren't? Everything has a price. One I'm not willing to pay. Not anymore. This world was a beautiful place just as it was and you cannot have it all. You can only have the Barack Obama is my busty anime girlfriend dating simulator. <laughs> and the Barack Obama is my busty anime girlfriend dating simulator is enough. It's beautiful. So look at this world and look at what your wish is costing it. You must be the hero. Only you can save Barack Obama, your sexy digital waifu. Renounce your wish if you want to save this world, because you're not the only one who has no liberal anime GF. Who wants more? Who wants them back? Who doesn't want to be afraid anymore? Or alone? Or frightened? Or powerless? So true. Or depicted as the TFW no GF soy Wojak online? Because <laughs> you're not the only one who has imagined a world where everything was different. Better. Finally. A world where you could simulate dating Barack Obama, the 44th president of the United States of America, who you take math class with in fourth period at Honajuku Academy in Tokyo, Japan. And finally, she looked at you and she complimented your new skirt and you blushed. You saw the whole class looking and you couldn't even muster a reply. You're smitten. So, Anon-san, do you have a date to the Honajuku Academy homecoming dance, says Obama coyfully? This is it. This could be the moment you've waited for all your life. <laughs> President Barack Obama, the prettiest girl at Honajuku Academy, asking you to the homecoming dance? Nani, it seems too good to be true. Nani. <laughs> but stop and think for a second. What is it costing you? Do you see the truth? The beautiful truth? Do you see that Barack Obama is my busty anime girlfriend dating simulator? That's that's the whole thing. That's great. And Aussie, that was so much better than I was expecting. <laughs> 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 yeah, essentially, folks, essentially, that's Wonder Woman. That's, that's actually better. That just that clip, that two-minute clip is better than Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> and yeah. by the way, it's actually that long. Like, I didn't write the whole... Like, I just basically, like, cut a few sentences out and replaced them and switched some words around. But, like, literally, the speech is, like, that long and probably longer. It's, what, like, four minutes in the movie? Wonderful. Wonderful. Just, that's, this will be a perfect cold open. <laughs> um all right all right all right all right hello everyone happy new year it is january 2021 we're back with myself calden this is when you guys introduce yourselves oh, oh um yeah. calden uh, shit um that's gavin uh, i'm gavin uh calden uh, no that's uh, Jack. <laughs> all right and uh yeah I'm we're stuff. back we're back. I'm stuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Peter, your friends are awesome. reading this. <laughs> I'm truth. <laughs> How about you know the ceci n'est pas un peep? How about the ceci n'est pas the girl reading this? <laughs> oh, that's a, that makes sense. That makes sense and works as a visual as an audio bit. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna post that on the Facebook page, and only the real fans, only the patrons, oh, yeah. will know about oh, it. Yeah. They'll they'll know so. Okay, yeah, so we're back. Uh, yeah, holidays, COVID's still going on. Uh, mm -hmm. Gavin's back from the West. Jack's back from uh, West of Montreal. I've returned uh, from my pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I lived in Gavin's uh, apartment for a week just to, just to understand how my co-host, you know, thought, you know, how his brain works. And it's, it's terrifying. 
It's yeah, terrifying. I, there's, I, I, I there's travel like, to the west. <laughs> There's like, hey, a, there's, like a, there's like a, in the Mutra Love poster that like he's like nibbled the corners off of. No, I didn't um, do that, dude. There's, there, you have a, you have a Chinese calendar for where I imagine is, uh, to impress Chinese girlfriends. No, that's um, not true, dude. It's just from the ch- Chinese restaurant that we eat at in my there's hometown. There's fortune cookies, but like you broke them open and you've only taken out the fortunes. And you know, you're <laughs> <laughs> just littering the floor. <laughs> I was like, ooh, a fortune cookie. You just like, crush it and then like take out the paper <laughs> he actually has a, a, an authentic copy of mickey rooney's teeth from uh breakfast at tiffany's i'm wearing <laughs> oh, yeah, them yeah. right now <laughs> you're, you're right on your aunt again <laughs> today we're watching wonder woman nice nice that's that's not what he sounds like but that's i've good. never seen the movie i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a baby <laughs> yeah. ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. i just imagine he sounds like adam sandler Ooh, ooh, <laughs> what is that Tiffany's? Are you going to breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> okay, no, we're watching, we, we have watched Wonder Woman 1984, and now we will discuss the train wreck. Bad, bad movie. Bad movie, movie is doomed. Bad movie. Uh, um, worst movie I've seen this year. Well, it's 2021, so. Yeah. Yep. And we're dead on early. Man, I feel like I haven't talked to you guys all year. <laughs> <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this movie, this movie's terrible. I think we all expect it to be terrible. Um, yeah. I think, you know, honestly, if I'm being honest, I think I had a glimmer of hope when some of the promotional images came out, like with the cool, like, psychedelic stuff. Mm. But, like... The promotional oh, they had Blue which, Monday in the background, I remember, was the yeah, theme song. Yeah, yeah, But it's like, I mean, yeah, if we can get to that. Like, the promotional material of this movie does not even match the final, like, product. Like, what we're, like, given. No. There's, it's, it's, it's far from, like, I think whoever, get, get whoever designed all those cool psychedelic, like, uh, posters to make the movie. I think they would have done a better job. Because those are cool, yeah, you know. Sweet. There's I, clearly something going on there. I noticed, actually, that... In spite of in spite of everything, the movie had like the movie's trying to be this eighties period piece, and there's almost no eighties music in it. Yeah, none. There, Except there for like no maybe you get you get some diegetic music coming out of that guy's car before mm. uh or the guys who were about to run into the little girl. I can't remember where it was. Yeah, I they had they had some eighties music blaring. But yeah, there's barely anything really particularly eighties about this movie. Which which yeah, and like, like that that reminded me how much like if you're doing a period piece, like music is a very big part of that. And uh, it, I, I kept forgetting this was taking place in the 80s. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Just because, like, I mean, it's like sometimes some people, like, 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 even Gal Gadot was, like, kind of, like, they give her clothes that aren't, like, that 80s at all. Like, they would just, like, kind of, she would just, like, fit in, like, it just seems like what she, it's what she wears, like, just See, to go groceries, if she even gets groceries. And that's the thing, is, is it looks, it looks like an honest depiction of what the 80s probably was actually like. But if you're doing a cartoony superhero pastiche of the yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah. crank up the 80s. Make it fucking, make everyone have just these giant puffy shirts. Just yeah, do it. Other, otherwise, why put it in the title? You know, just call it like yeah, Wonder what? Woman. It's in the title. I'm expecting this big, goofy 80s period piece. And it's not that at all. Yeah. Gavin, what you, uh, would you think about the, the 80s? I think the 80s is uh, Gavin's favorite decade. Unless it's the 1880s. Remind me again. Oh, yeah. No, it's that, actually. Okay, I'm really I'm into the... 
um, Reconstruction. Hold on. Trying, you got yeah, this. that's what you I'm got yeah, this. Yeah, um, <laughs> trying to think of. A, I'm, I'm combing my brain for 1880s references we right are now. Having technical difficulties. Please stand by. Uh, Sir, Sir Wilfred Laurier. Oh yeah. That's, oh, that's, good one. Oh, I love that. Oh, um, the hey. 1880s. Uh, how about uh, Degas? Degas, <laughs> the guy, the painter. He painted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You paintings. Know. Uh, that, that's, paintings. That's a bit, that's just at, at the end of his, uh, of, of uh, we've got post-impressionism sort of coming around there. It's, uh, there we go. Keep that. talking more about uh, paintings. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get with this cool art girl. Talk <laughs> more with the 1880s and. You should yeah, watch Midnight in Paris with her, dude. The, ri the, rise of, the rise of Prussia. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, get this. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, the rise of Prussia. Okay, anyways, this bit's uh, gone too, uh, too far. It sucks. I fucking yeah. hate them. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, it's like we look at something like Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is like such a... Guardians of the Galaxy is having fun, you know? It's like, it's like super like... Was it like seventies mm. or? Uh, it's way more. It's, it's way more period than this. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. It's like steeped in it, you know, and that's the fun of it. That's why. Mm. That's why the Guardians, mm. the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, is so fun because it's like. It's so stylistic. It's so stylistic. It's like a superhero movie is trying to have fun, you know. And I think my the tiny the seed of optimism I had for this was like, man, if this movie is gonna just have fun. That's that's I think that's what superhero movies, most superhero movies, need to do. Yeah. I'm just fucking tired of this very like serious bullshit that we get for like every movie like if i have to digest this fascist propaganda at least make it into like a big correct, colorful correct. cartoon at least entertain me and this movie's not yeah. even entertaining it's just like yeah. what's going on this is like the fight scenes are so like um, just boring and like wait Gal Gadot hold on. Just emotionless can, can we just like try to like just talking about how boring it is can we just try to like explain the plot to somebody who doesn't want to watch the movie okay, okay. Oh. Okay, sure. So, um, I think we were talking before we were talking about monkey's paw. There's kind of like a monkey's paw. Be careful what you oh, wish yeah. for in movie, but yeah. only it only really becomes that in like the the second and third act. In the first act, is kind of like well, it's like a slice of life almost. <laughs> I, I honestly um, reconstruct what the plot of this movie was. I, hold on, I I actually just speaking of like the monkey's paw thing, I actually wrote down the exact time when somebody first makes a wish on the wishing stone and it's 50 minutes into the fucking movie. God, this movie is <laughs> too long. This movie is, is this movie's like so two long. and a half hours. Hours, yeah. Stupid. Um, Stupid. Trying to reconstruct the plot is like, I was trying to explain it to my roommate before we recorded. Um, basically, it it's, people have compared this to Spider-Man 3 in the sense that it's got like too many villain characters and it's too convoluted and so like the plot mm. doesn't There's too many movie really, pieces. Yeah, the plot doesn't like move forward in any real way. There's no momentum because there's too many characters with like arcs. Although mm. they don't really have arcs in the movie just because of the fact that there's just too much shit going on and nothing well, I mean, makes sense. They have arcs, but like they make no sense. And it's not really like the arcs aren't like justified by like actions or like intentions. It, it, that, that's something like character choices in this movie make no sense to me. It's just why people decide to do what mm. they do. Yeah, like um, basically the plot of the movie is it's. Like we've established, it's supposedly in 1984, Wonder Woman, I guess she's been like hiding out since World War One or something. No one knows that she's around. Um, and like... Does she that mean she avoided World War Two? I, yeah. yeah I, so I guess she just sat by idly. Or I mean, wow. maybe she was like secretly just, stopping the Nazis. We don't know. And we well, just I remember complaining about the first movie because like 
they they supplant they they took her origins as a World War II superhero fighting Nazis and then put her into World War One, the one of the least justifiable wars in human history. <laughs> to have her like just like what slaughter fucking innocent Germans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah, it's actually uh, it was Wonder Woman who caused the the Battle of the Somme. You know, like she was the, <laughs> she was the one fighting all the uh, the the poor like uh, like was it the soldiers? Just single handedly. Like they, they, they try to them. have us have us like sympathize with the British in in World War One. Like the, the one of the bad guys in the movie in the first movie is someone who tries to end the first world war. And they're like, you can't do that. You can't end the first world war. What? What? The Archduke Franz Ferdinand. The Archduke died for nothing. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Continue, Gavin. Um, I don't even know. I think I was just trying to explain the plot or something. I, I guess the plot is like she works at a museum. There's. Oh, fucking sorry, it's actually so convoluted. Okay, so She's, first, yeah, also, I don't no, know no, what she does everybody, at work. She just kind of walks around and is like hot. Yeah. Okay. Well, so she works at a museum, and there's a jewelry store in a mall in central Los Angeles that is secretly hoarding uh, ancient artifacts and selling them on the black market. And so then it gets robbed, and then the FBI comes and they take the this rock. And then it turns out to be a, a stone that you can make wishes on, and they'll come true. Yeah, it's called. And, uh, yeah, and, it's, it's just like, just like in Parasite. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Um, then then they wish, you know, they all wish for things on it, and then there's this guy. Okay, and then there's there's Wonder Woman. There's this is so confusing, dude. Yeah, this there's, is I mean, it, you, this it, is the movie so far, uh, but like is, you're you're maybe like a quarter of the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to speed run the rest of this. There's Wonder Woman, Kirsten Wig. Kristen. Who is Kristen Wig? Sorry, who is um, Wonder Woman's Kirsten. co-worker? Kirsten Wig. Um, uh, Kirsten Kyle Wig works <laughs> at the the museum yeah. with Wonder yeah. Woman mm-hmm. and He's a scientist, anthropologist, historian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Scary. like literally just everything. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, they find this wishing stone. They all wish. Oh, she also she also it. wants to. Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, true. It's implied that she's potentially gay, but I think it's sort of like one of those situations where it's just implied enough that they can still show the movie in China. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where, that's where I am. Yeah. <laughs> that's where Colin's based out of right now. That's where I'm based in. Um, yeah, and uh, so then there's a guy who's pay- played by Pedro Pascal, looks like oh. Donald Trump. Acts kind of like Trump. um. It basically is Donald Trump. He's like a businessman, yeah, yeah. entrepreneur, TV personality guy. And I he drink pay- your wishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's like an oil tycoon. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Yeah, I forgot that he was even an oil tycoon. Yeah, like, he's I an oil was, guy, but it's like just, I'm an oil man. I'm an oil man. <laughs> this is my son. Um, he's Chinese. Chinese, Chinese guy. <laughs> I we am, don't explain why my son's Chinese, but that's the way name, it is. My name is Pedro Pascal. I'm an oil man. This is my Chinese son. We would like to grant you three wishes. <laughs> <laughs> you may recognize my son from such movies as Indiana Jones, uh, The Goonies. <laughs> is that, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, that's like a weird little side fact. Is like I brought it up when I was watching it. I messaged this group chat and I was like, why is Pe- Pedro Pascal is clearly Latin American, like he's he's Chilean, um, but for some reason his son, it's not really explained, is Chinese. 
It's not explained if he's adopted. It's not like he doesn't have a mom. <laughs> no, it's like Pedro Pascal's like, my son, he had a terrible accident. He was born Chinese. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. I, I wish for a son. Pedro, Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord. <laughs> just, was just cucked. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, so then... Um, Oh, I'm still not even done trying to just get through the basic premise of the movie, mm-hmm. which is yeah, that yeah. basically Pedro Pascal, the businessman who's Donald Trump, Chilean Donald Trump, takes the stone and he wishes to be the stone. Like, he's like, I wish that I had the power of the wishing stone, that I was the incarnation of it. He's, he thinks outside um, the box, you know, I'll give him that. Hmm. It's, it's, it's like, the equivalent of wishing for more wishes. But it's literally like the first thing he wishes for. Like I wrote down what he actually said, and the actual dialogue is is very short. He says, "I wish to be you, the Dreamstone itself." That's his what a first weird thing wish. to wish for. <laughs> yeah, like you think he'd be like, "Oh, I wish I was rich," because he's like a businessman, you yeah. know, or I wish I was successful. And he's like, "No, I wish to be the Wishstone." And then he just starts granting people all these monkey paw wishes. Where the rules are like, touch me, touch me, (laughs) touch me, make a wish. And everyone touches him. No one's weirded out by, and everyone's kind of weirded out by, but they all do it. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's Pedro Pascal. He's a charismatic guy. And he just like, people wish for things and then he just sort of like decides randomly, like, you know, someone wishes for like, I don't know, to be rich. He's like, aha, you can be rich. But the monkey's paw is that like, you're going to be crippled for the rest of your life and I own all of your property and, like, your family <laughs> belongs to me. Or yeah, something. it's weird because like, it's like, hey, like, after they make a wish, after they stop touching him, that's when he makes these, like, stipulations. And I'm like, that's that's weird. Like, what if someone just says no? Like, I don't understand what yeah. about that is, like, binding. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, he doesn't explain to most of the people that he grants wishes. He touches the president, is like, tell me what you want. The president tells him and he's like, okay, now it's done. There's no evidence that has occurred to, to, to show that it's done. Make me the, the quasi-president. And he's like, all oh, right. Yeah. The Ronald Reagan, like, att- there was like an attempted Ronald Reagan lookalike, but they just got this guy who's like old and very terrified all the time. Like he's so, he looks so worried. Yeah, like, like, an, like well, that's, that's just Ronald Reagan going through Alzheimer's. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's supposed to be, literally? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I actually thought that. I was like, oh, he's supposed to be clueless and confused sundowning. and scared because he's like, yeah, literally he's sundowning. In that case, I kind of enjoyed this portrayal of Ronald Reagan. I think I was, that's kind of like a low-key funny thing. Was it, yeah. was it actually the, supposed to be Ronald Reagan? I, I yeah, saw no yeah. resemblance. That's, that's kind of what, I feel like that's what he's trying to evoke. It, I don't know about it, it was how, trying to be Ronald Reagan for sure. Yeah, all right. Anyways, uh, um, we're still not done with how the about, plot. The, the, Wiki, how about, the Wikipedia page calls him President of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's my favorite character, dude. It's, what a, what a, what a character arc. <laughs> yeah, President of the United States. Um, um, you know, the 90s band? It's like, uh, how, how about... Um, to the country, who's going to watch Wonder Woman? Yeah, yeah, sing, sing more Presidents of the United States songs. Okay. We'll do that for the rest of the episode. We'll just... <laughs> How about The Visit by M. Night Shyamalan, but it's Ronald Reagan, and they go into the White House, and he's naked, clawing at the walls? This is good. This is good. We're doing a pivot now. (laughs) This this episode's now about that bit. Yeah. Yeah, Let me read the the plot that's written on Letterboxd for Wonder Woman 1984. A new era of wonder begins. Wonder Woman comes into conflict with the Soviet Union during the Cold War in in the 1980s and finds a formidable foe by the name of the Cheetah. What? 
But the Soviet Union has like no presence in the movie it's whatsoever. A, a background thing. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I that was know, how they sold it. That was how they sold the movie. It they, was. That's, that's what's still written here. I mean, I, I think it's clearly been the. It was going to be all about Russia. I think it's an issue of just too many cooks, too many cooks in the kitchen for like trying to for make sure. this movie because it's there's too many through lines. It's like at times it wants to be like I was saying. At times it wants to be Spider Man, like at the beginning with the kind of cheeky catching the uh, the mall robbers. Um, oh, oh! Also, remember the beginning with that guy who's who just picks up the kid and just dangles the kid. Oh my the god! Ledge. So funny, dude! I was <laughs> laughing no my sense. ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that guy. Okay, so you know, for the listeners, the the uh, jewelry oh, yeah, store. Yeah. If, that well, I we took too long to say this, but do not watch this movie. It oh, is, do not! Don't watch this. It it's not, so bad. It's not even worth a hate watch. No, I, I actually hate Calden for making me watch this movie. Yes, that's fair. Yeah, That's we both fair. said like we now reserve the right to to recommend any movie we want because Calden made us watch this. <laughs> what I say? It is how it is. Um, which is why we're gonna be watching Monkey Bone next week. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I want a Brendan Fraser Renaissance. You know, like I want him to have his own uncut gems. Oh, yo, <laughs> we gotta write that. <laughs> no, literally, he, like he's actually a cool actor. Like he's a cool guy. He's not that bad. Uh, you know, he's in hits like Crash. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Furry Vengeance. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I'm Bre- Bre- Brendan Fraser, and that's a r- 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 racism? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donkey Doggy, what now? <laughs> Donkey Doggy, what now? Whoa, whoa. Okay. It's like Crash is, Crash is Brendan Fraser watching hate crimes going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I just saw, <laughs> Every time I think about Brendan Fraser in that movie, I think about the scene where he... Well, they talk about a cookie jar or something, and how, how <laughs> black people take too many cookies from yeah, the cookie yeah, jar. Yeah, it do oh, like it's that. burned into my brain, dude. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this movie. There's too many. I think. Um, I know Patty Jenkins. Uh, went on Mark Marin's podcast, and apparently complained about how. Where was it now? Apparently, there's some studio interference. Some no shit. Yeah, here, here's your quote. I felt like they wanted to hire me like a beard. They wanted me to walk around on set being a female director, but it was their story and their vision, said Jenkins, of her first experiences with the studio. And mm. apparently, like, um, I think the, st- you know, the, the studio or a mixture of the studio and, like, Zack Snyder's vision of, like, Wonder Woman of, like, this kind of, like, uh, I guess it's kind of, like, no, no, no prisoners badass who, like, cut people's heads off or some shit like that. But then Patty Jenkins kind of wanted, like, a, a kinder, softer... Uh, Wonder Woman. Right. And it's like, I think it's, it's unfortunately neither of the visions were kind of fully realized in this. And instead you get kind of this weird, like mix of both of them. There is no vision. No, exactly. There is no singular vision in this. There's too many, too many little things. There's this movie's trying to be a bunch of other things. Like, like I was saying, Spider-Man, it tries to be Spider-Man in the tone at the beginning, but then never again. Is it that kind of like playful in the fight scenes? Mm. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with the, the period piece superhero movie, but then it's never really like a period piece. It never really fully becomes a period piece. Yeah. Uh, uh, or it tries to be bridesmaids a little bit with uh, Kristen Wiig <laughs> and that kind of dynamic between her and Gal Gadot but Gal Gadot does not have the charisma that no, uh, people she, in the bridesmaids have it tries to be joke. no not at all there's just no delivery and like I think I think Gal Gadot would have been a better just badass Wonder Woman who doesn't say anything and just cuts people's heads off because I'm like alright cool this is this is cool this is fine this is what she's good at you know yeah that, I, I, I agree well sorry I, I don't mean to interrupt but uh, I was just going to say on that note um, 
like one of the biggest problems with the movie is the fact that it has really uh, as I've tried to explain the plot, right? It clearly has these characters and themes that are like very out there and weird. Like a guy whose evil power is that he's a wishing stone and a woman. Oh yeah. Kirsten Wig, by the way, she wishes to become a cheetah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. She's like, make me hot. Make me the hottest woman in the world. And she becomes like a <laughs> half cheetah person. <laughs> yeah. She becomes a cheetah person. And the problem is that with the weird tone of serious wonder woman, mixed with like a guardians of the galaxy thing vaguely it's like they included these really weird characters and they don't lean into the goofiness enough or the seriousness enough and so it's just like you know what i mean it's just like you just have it, to, it really tries to have a foot in every door you can't yeah. play a character like cheetah straight yeah yeah no, no. exactly which, which Kristen wick kind of mistakenly tries to do <laughs> it's mm. just hilarious <laughs> actually i kind of thought um you guys may disagree, but until she became like the cheetah and started saying really serious, stupid shit, Kirsten Wig was actually like my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I didn't, I didn't mind her at all. I thought she brought a little bit. I think because what she does well is she does, she brings that Kristen, Kristen Wig flavor. You know, she's she's kind of fun to watch, and it's just kind of well, like, okay, nice. This is like for fun. the first for the first part of the movie, she's playing Kristen Wig, and exactly. then as soon as she becomes cheetah or or begins her transformation into cheetah, she loses all of that. Entirely, and she becomes a fucking chore to watch. Oh, she can't, guys, just can't be a, a very motivating villain. Do you guys remember when, like, it's it's just there's this DC just apparently has the one cat caller. <laughs> DC, yeah, Washington I, DC has the one guy who's the cat caller, yeah. and then also the one homeless person she runs into like twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In just different parts of the city. <laughs> um, yeah, that was actually one of my biggest uh, issues with the movie was how one-dimensional the cat caller was. I thought we could have got more out of him. You know, I, thought, like, I wanted I more that background. Was build up to be something kind of. Kind of yeah, interesting. I think that's my biggest criticism. Like, I want to know, like, what are his motivations? You know, like, how does this <laughs> sure, guy sure, think? Sure. Yeah, you yeah, know sure. what I mean? Um, I love, uh, I love that. Like, it, it's, uh, it's you need. Okay, so you need to watch it, <laughs> but obviously you don't need to watch it. But like, you know when you know when Gal Gadot throws off the uh, cat collar. You remember oh, yeah. just like you remember the shot of him just kind of like he does he, but he's not making any sounds, but his body's still like moving, and he's like his legs are moving a little bit. And he's like kind of writhing, but like he's not making any sounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, and also, it's not as awkward. There's, a lot, there's tons of like weird, awkward shots and choices in this movie. Yeah, she also um, picks up. Th this happens several times in the movie. Um, Kristen Wiig, when she becomes the cheetah, sorry, Kristen Wiig, she becomes the cheetah. Nice. He's she, learning, folks. He's learning. Yeah, <laughs> slowly but surely. Um, she picks up the guy, the cat caller, who's like being a weirdo and like fucking throws him into the side of a giant metal truck yes. and like destroys it. Right, yeah, like yeah, the entire yeah. side is completely caved in with this from this man's body, from the the momentum of his body flying through mm -hmm. the air, mm -hmm. and he just gets up. <laughs> he's like yeah, definitely like, dead. Yeah, like he would one hundred percent be completely bleeding. unconscious. Yeah, literally. But he just gets up, and it's like, did they forget that like this guy is just a normal dude? He's like some <laughs> Trump guy. No, he also wished on the wishing stone to be it's, like Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 no, he wished, like, I wish when I was drunk, I'd be strong. <laughs> I wish when I was drunk, I'm as strong as uh, Hercules. I wish when I was drunk, a woman who will become a cheetah beats the shit out of me. <laughs> I wish, no, no, you know, he, 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 he's like, I wish I was the only drunk in Washington, D.C. And that's, <laughs> and that's the bird, and that's the bird, and he's decided to carry. <laughs> yeah, the, the monkey paw is now he's the only guy to catcall all the women in all of Washington. 
He's, he's gonna, gonna do gotta it all himself. Gotta make the rounds. He's like, oh shit, I'm gonna be late. Running across town. Busiest man in DC. He's going on the Capitol building and flying across the city. He's like, people like, you look great in that dress. People like, he's like, he's also the White House chief of staff. Yeah, I was gonna say, he's like, who is that guy? He's like, get this. That's Speaker of the House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Good stuff, guys. Life is good, but it could be better. Oh, yeah, yeah true. That's his line. Good good reference, that's dude. The, the, I forgot he even says that. Line. Life is good, but it could be better. I do like yeah. the delivery of that, but then I, I, I feel like they just never really... They, I don't know. It's, it just disappears. Like, so many... This movie, like, drops, like, threads, and just... And you never hear from it again, you know? It's like... It's, I don't know. It's like this basic convention of storytelling where you kind of like foreshadow a little bit and then you bring a thing back later. But like this movie like yeah. introduces Maxwell something Lord and Lord. never returns to it. Maxwell Lord is Maxwell Lord in name only in this movie, basically. Like right. in the comics, he's he's more like um, what if Steve Jobs had his own CIA? Um, okay. In this movie, they decide to just like, no, no, no. He's, he's like delusional Donald Trump now. Hold on, hold uh, on. What if Steve Jobs has his own CIA? I feel like there's bits here we could do. How about uh, how about Guantanamo Bay, but it's all like made of glass? <laughs> if it was it was Steve Jobs running the CIA, the CIA's new logo would have happened like 20 years That's ago. That's true. The the writer rips one. <laughs> yeah, they like it's just like a guy in Guantanamo Bay. He's like tied up. His hands are bound and everything. And there's just an iPhone in front of him, and it's just it's just doing Talking Tom back at him 24 <laughs> seven. That's pretty good. All the, all the, <laughs> make it stop! Make it stop! <laughs> all of the. Uh, all the Abu Ghraib uh, photos are exactly the same, only they're like very clean. Like they're all very white. <laughs> yeah. And it just says, um, what was the quote that they used to have on the, the old Apple posters? Um, it think was different. like, think, think different. different. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just, yeah. I mean, the, the Maxwell Lord we have in this movie is just nothing radio comics. I mean, is there, what's, Jack, what do you think is from the comics that's still present here? Is it just comics and like. Um. Well, see, I don't really, I had never really read a lot of Wonder Woman comics. I, one of the things that I was really surprised by is I assumed because Maxwell Lord was going to be in this, and this is a Wonder Woman movie, and Jeff Johns is a producer, that this was going to be a prequel to an attempt to adapt Infinite Crisis, which was one of the first arcs I read as a kid um, as it was coming out, um, which begins with uh, Wonder Woman breaking Maxwell Lord's neck on live television, seen everywhere in the world, and causing this, this big controversy. Um, and they even have like that. They lead up to this scene where Maxwell Lord is going to be on all the TVs around the world. And I was like, okay, well, here it happens. Here's going to be the moment that Wonder Woman is known for in relation to Maxwell Lord. She's going to break his fucking neck, and um, that doesn't happen at all. She lets him off real easy. He goes to hang out with his son. Uh, I wasn't sure what the fuck that was about. Yeah, there's just just so many so many times in the movie. It's just like, what's what's that about? What is this about? You know? And there's just no, there's nothing behind it because it's not like it doesn't know how to be about anything. Hmm. Like it's just so many, so many just choices are just like mind-boggling. Like just oh, like yeah. Chris Pine. We didn't even mention. We, we haven't even talked about yes. Chris Pine. I was yet. just about to. I was just about to. Say so, yeah, the uh, the the body horror that is Chris Pine taking control <laughs> of someone's body, and it's like, what happens to their soul? Where did this dude go? Chris Pine feels no remorse for it. He's just yeah, it's just whatever. He's just some chump. And they just this guy's body. Oh, yes, absolutely. They, they I was just gonna say body. it's implied that they totally smash, and then. It's also, like, there's so many things that aren't clear. Like, for example, when he looks in a mirror, he sees the face of the man whose body he's possessed for some reason. But, um, by the way, this is because Wonder Woman wished on a wishing stone, saying that she wanted Chris Pine back. And so he comes back, and for some reason, he comes back 
possessing the body of somebody. Yeah, and like um, if this is going to be a monkey's a monkey's paw type wish, then you would imagine like either Gal Gadot or Chris Pine's character would have been like, "Oh my god, whose body is this?" or experience like experience some kind of like no. whatever like like hesitation or like fear that they've just replaced someone's body. What happened to this person's soul? But they do not address it ever. They're just like, "Cool, this is just how it is." <laughs> yeah, like they go to fucking Egypt and like Chris Pine is like climbing on the top of like Egyptian tanks, like military tanks, yeah. and like trying to punch them. There's bullets flying everywhere, and he's in the White House beating the shit out of people with guns. And then no point are they like, oh yeah, like this is not actually Chris Pine. Like this is a guy with Chris Pine possessing his body. Like what? <laughs> what if like, what Chris if he's Pine like, went into like went to like a like I don't know like my body? You know, I I couldn't do those things. Yeah. Well, that's that's a, that's, I, so I think weird. about him coming into my body all the time. I, I always think about swallowing Chris Pine. I want to shrink him down a little bit. <laughs> okay, little let's, uh, let's cut him off here before. Yeah, uh, I want to just put him. There's no more. Oh, no yeah. more. Um, yeah. Talk yeah. over. Talk down over my esophagus. Yeah. Oh. And, and, I, and, and feel him inside me just pressing against, against my stomach. Yeah, oh, dude. I'm trying to think about more funny stuff in this movie. Can you say that? Can you say, can you cut the tape, cut the tape, cut the feed. Um, While all this yeah, is happening, you? by the way, Wonder Woman is giant and she's barefoot and she's stepping No, one up. more time. All right. Do you, how about, how about the, the guy? Did, did you guys not think that like Egyptian oil tycoon just looks like Ben Kingsley? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I legit yeah. thought it was Ben Kingsley, but I was like, oh, no, it's just some dude. Also, yeah, this, kind of it's, oh, man. This, oh, man. Oh, okay, and he so, wishes for a wall. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, which I think is supposed to be an allusion again to like no. Trump or something. Oh, but but uh, really, it's like Palestine it, is why yeah, I thought it, about it. It, it reminded me of Israel Palestine, which I don't think is actually the intention. It like unintentionally did that. Yeah. This so I was like, man, this is very up. racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, uh, Wonder Woman saves those two Egyptian children. Yes. There's like two Muslim children it, it walking on the middle of a highway for some reason. Issues. Yeah, it makes yeah, up yeah. for all the Muslim children she guns down. Get this, up. get this. That <laughs> footage, literally. that footage was that was that's not even in the movie. That they didn't even shoot that. That's just old footage of when she was in the IDF. Oh wow! <laughs> they they uh-huh. shot it. They shot it in reverse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where she's like just <laughs> placing in the front of the tank. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. For those, uh, if you just don't know this, uh, Gal Gadot is. Uh, it was part of the IDF, which, yeah. which, uh, Cheapy Tuesdays, you know, well, listen, we'll, we'll say it. We do not like the IDF. Oh, dude, we're, we're going to lose our funding. Why would you say that? Dude, come on. <laughs> Gavin's like, I just secured all this APAC money we're for Cheapy so Tuesdays. We're so heavily <laughs> invested in, in Israeli businesses. We're fucked now. Dude, okay, I'm going to lose right. my guest speaker slot at the next APAC convention. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna zoom me in, dude. God, imagine us at like APAC, like APAC convention, but we're just talking about like monkey bone. <laughs> yeah, we could do that, dude. Do you think we could get like press... Like press passes and just Let's show it, up, baby. With Let's like make it camera. happen. Let's manifest it. Uh, like, uh, I'm fucking Israeli, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. I love I love Wonder Woman in 1984. And they're like, okay, let me. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, are you anti, are you uh, anti-abortion? Because uh, I'm Uncle Abortion. What do you say? I knock <laughs> nice. you up and we get rid of the dang thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> How about how about we it's all show up dressed? Bit. We all show up dressed as like Wonder Woman. It's like clearly we're Israeli, <laughs> as, you, as you can see by my outfits. Clearly we're we're high ranking soldiers in the IDF. Oh, how about the um, gold uh, the gold outfit she has for absolutely no reason? No, oh, the the golden suit at the end. Yeah. It, it, yeah. By the way, that does look fucking cool. Like I'll completely admit, yeah, it for looks sure, good. For sure. That's the, uh, if I could just take a moment to say, uh, Wonder Woman's golden armor is usually donned for uh, more serious threats than Cheetah. That's fair. Uh, I think that it was a little bit uh, 
pre pre uh, a little bit uh, early, I think, uh, in threat wise. He's, he's, the, the he's doing armor. the voice. He's doing the voice. The comic book guy voice. <laughs> Um, actually, if you look canonically at the history of Wonder Woman comics, um, you can see that she doesn't actually don the If we examine her history of partners in in the canon, I think I don't think it is out of out of reach to say that she would, in fact, be my GF. Anyways, coming towards coming towards the end of it, this honestly, we've only like scratched the surface of all the tiny, weird, little decisions. Like, there's Chris Pine as an adult just being like mesmerized by like. An escalator. Like I get that he's from the past, but just the level that they have him, like being mesmerized by stuff, kind of is uh, worrisome. I think uh, they should check <laughs> up on his mental health. Don't um, um, the missiles launching from just downtown Moscow. <laughs> oh, so good, dude. Um, yeah. um, we're we're talking about she, um... uh, the missiles like launching from Montreal, but it's just launching from like the Olympic Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just imagine like Brezhnev. He's like riding on like a nuke. It, like a cowboy in fucking Doctor Strange Love straight into Washington, D.C. Um, with a bazooka, like, nice. <laughs> over his shoulder or something. Essentially. Yeah, anyways, this movie, uh, this movie's bad. This doo-doo. It's, it's very bad. bad. We didn't even talk about the fact that, like, the movie's real central thesis is how uh, populism is bad. Because, yes, it's uh, bad to want things. It's bad to want things. Desire is bad and shortcuts are bad. And like Donald Trump became the president because people wanted things, Too and much. Uh, you should just suck it up and uh, not not desire anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you said earlier. Like it, it tries to draw this connection between the concept of like truth and like wishing. Yeah, which which is like wishing for things. It's like that doesn't. I don't really see the connection between the two. You know? No. Yeah, for sure. The, the, the speech at the end about truth, which is repeated at the beginning of the film, has I don't under yeah I don't see the correlation at all between that and like how are wishes not true? Yeah, well, the they're, they're wishes they're they're true expressions of like what people want the world to be and what they want to see in the world. You know, like, like these de people de depending on your definition of truth, they're very they're some of the truest things there are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I guess it's like, I don't know. I think the idea is supposed to be that, like, okay, well, we're running like, out of time now, so I'm just gonna, oh, yeah. I'm gonna expand that things. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Cheap Tuesdays. Uh, follow us on Patreon.com. Uh, become a patron. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, this movie's bad. I give it. Uh, I give it one star. One star. One one out of ten. One star. One. Yeah, one star. One star. Cool, 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 cool. Bad, bad movie. Bad don't movie. watch bad the movie. movie. Don't, we bad. love you. Very bad. We we do love this you. movie. Terrified my cat. You. I could not recommend it less. Yeah, Josh, we love you. <laughs> hey, Josh. Bye.